0: Okay, listen up. You're now locked into the I Do It For Hip Hop podcast. DJ Bugsy is bringing back the essence of hip hop. Hear the voices from the artists, the DJs, and the movers and shakers that keep the culture alive. Most importantly, they keeping it the hip hop. Hey, DJ Bugsy, you ready? <laughs> and now to our regular scheduled program. Dover for Hip Hop Podcast, episode 77. I'm super excited to be amongst the presence of this um, young lady here, adult film actress. You know, she's a legend. Um, I'm super excited to talk to her about her career and everything that's been going on in hip hop, as well as, you know, social injustices in the country as well. We want to touch on a variety of topics. So I want to first, you know, thank you for coming on the show. You know, that's number thank one. Me. Oh, no problem. No problem. You have a lot of fans. They they really was <laughs> like, everybody was like being like, when it started, like it's crazy. So
1: they go me, crazy.
0: Yeah, it's definitely crazy. So tell me, how did you get started? Like, what did you do before you got into the adult film industry?
1: I was actually a dancer in Atlanta. I came from Follies. So, okay. You know.
0: <laughs> okay. So you came up during the time when Jeezy and T.I. because they that was one of the clubs that they mentioned anyway.
1: Yes. That was like Atlanta, Atlanta.
0: Okay. Okay. That's dope. So then how did you transition? So from being a dancer to like, what was that first movie? Like, when did you get your break to say, you know what, I'm tired of dancing. I want to get in the film industry and make some real money.
1: I actually had um, a homegirl of mine. She was a roommate or whatever. And she had called me from Florida and she was like, I have the perfect... The perfect uh, job for you and I was like, uh you know what I mean. I was like skeptical because it was something right. different, but um, it was actually for Bang Bros. It was like for a couple scenes or whatever. She had sent some pictures, and like I just decided to do it. Like at the time, I was like just dancing, like you know what I mean. Not really any like plans or anything like that. So I just took a chance. But right, the Florida shot for Bang Bros. It was like the first internet company, so it was a big deal. You know what I mean?
0: Right, and, absolutely. Um, mm-hmm.
1: Carry them now.
0: <laughs> listen 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 so that was with belly brook right was that the girlfriend that she's talking about
1: yeah that was like my friend we both danced at Follies. like i got her to start dancing and she got me into porn she's not in it anymore she has family and did all that but um, right yeah that was her
0: that's crazy wow so all right so let me ask you this so because you know during that time that was when like the mixtape game and all that. So when did you start loving hip hop? Like when did that kind of like, was it because you danced and it was attached to that? Like when did the hip hop thing come for you?
1: Um, I don't know. Like, I guess like starting to dance, just being in Atlanta, you know, it's a very hip hop driving, um, city. You know, I've always had, I love all kinds of music though. Like my playlists are crazy. You would think that (laughs) all kinds of crazy shit, but I love hip hop. Like I just growing up in a city where, it is pr- predominantly, and I love trap music. I was in, I grew up in the era of like trap shit, you know. So it was really yeah. just in Atlanta.
0: So who do you think? Who do you think runs the South right now? Like, if you was to say a one or a particular artist that that you feel like is running lane or running the South, who would you say?
1: I mean, I feel like Ti like still he still holds it. I really don't know anybody like
0: recently you know what I <laughs> mean, but so you giving it because see more on a political trying to you know get into the political game and black yeah power well killer and mike i love killer
1: mike. killer mike and ti i like both what they're doing with that you know that's pretty dope i mean yeah he is like mainstream more now but i really don't know any artists like i love future i love what's some new artists that i heard like little I baby i little think
0: little baby's running the game
1: oh yeah little baby Little baby for sure. There's like, um, who else? Sleepy Rose is dope. I love two chains artists. Um, The new guys.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, listen. What I what I want to know from you. And like, you know, there's young girls that look up to you and they probably feel like, well, they, she did it. Why, you know, why shouldn't I do it? Why can't I do it? What advice would you give to like young women that's interested in that industry? And what are, what is the misconception on being an adult film star from your standpoint, from what you experienced
1: from what I know now, I would just say like the best advice is to save your money, invest in yourself or invest in other things and like, you know, always do what you want to do. Don't listen to what other people do or what, don't think that you have to do that. Like do what the fuck you want to do, you know? Maybach music. It's
0: the big Pick. boss, Rick Ross. Right now you rocking with the hottest DJ in the game. Let's go. so basically you saying save up your money because eventually you got to make an exit plan basically
1: yeah you have to have that plan like i've definitely i'm in like the transition now of like moving out of it and i just think that if i would be told that advice you know like people say save your money but they don't really show you or like help you you know invest your money right it's something you got to learn on fuck ups and all that shit you know
0: So that's something you learned from, from, so give us, give us some stories, give us some things that you felt like in your career that you kind of like messed up or or fucked up, or you felt like that particular piece of money should have went to that or went to that. Like, give us a story on, as far as that is concerned.
1: I mean, like most definitely, like I grew up, if you grow up not having money, you want to spend money. And like, I guess like I call it a stripper mentality. It's like, I'm going to make it tomorrow. So I'm going to blow it today. You know what I mean? Like, that's the worst Mm. mentality you can have but it comes along with it you know because like you're gonna make money tomorrow so it's like fuck it but that was probably the worst thing that i did was spend it as i made it you know what i mean but you know you get older and wiser and you meet people and you fuck up you invest in shit it might be bullshit but then you get the one and like you know it works so yeah it's just like experience you know what i mean
0: yeah absolutely so how much would you say if when you say you know how food you say blow a blow a bag a day how much you think you blow in one day when it comes to spending money
1: (laughs) (laughs) i really don't even want to that's embarrassing to even really say but i mean
0: all right give give me your ballpark let's say let's say 20 bands 20 bands 30 bands give me you don't got me the exact i
1: mean you don't gotta give me the exact
0: amount but 30 i've
1: definitely spent 30 racks in a day
0: Oh shit! that
1: was prime money or prime time you know what i mean like you're making money like as a porn star we have all these options like we have feature dancing we have merchandise we can do like we have webcam we have just so many like avenues of money like my time is like taken up by all different projects that you know that we're blessed to be able to make a platform and do so i don't spend money like that anymore i'm definitely like a you know
0: you, do, you consider yourself a, do you consider yourself a Jew now?
1: <laughs> um, I'm working on it. I'm trying to learn those tactics.
0: <laughs> yeah. But now I know in Cali, um, you know, being a stoner and weed is a big business. Is that something you're trying to transition? Because I know you had your your part. You know, you participated in that type of business. So tell me a little bit about that. Being a stoner and, you know, the money you can make doing that.
1: You can definitely make a lot of money with weed. And I just think that now that they, it's always, I felt like in Cali, even when it wasn't legal, it was legal. You know what I mean? Right. But um, I just think that, like, I, I already knew a lot about weed. And so I worked at a dispensary for a little bit like that. And, like, I got into mm-hmm. it that way and learned about what strains I liked and what, how, what different effects and whatnot. And so now, like, working on my own strain, I've started a weed line, edibles, okay. all that stuff. So. It's actually brought a lot of money, and it's, you know, it's a growing business. Like, you want to be invested in marijuana right now.
0: Okay. Okay. But, I mean, it's bigger over in Cali. I'm not saying other cities don't have (laughs) that, but Cali is, like, the main, kind of like the main hub when it pertains to that.
1: Yeah. Everybody will hop on the the train soon. It's definitely, like, generates a lot of money. You know what I mean? Like, Colorado, everybody, like, Georgia will be soon.
0: Okay now let me ask you this being in that business is there anything that you haven't done that's a fantasy of yours or things that you because you've been in the business for a while but that doesn't mean you accomplish all those fantasies that you might want to accomplish so do you still have fantasies or things that you that you didn't get a chance to do that you would like to do that's one question the other question is group sex and orgies overrated because a lot of people say That's one of the best things ever. And you've been in the business a long time, so you can give (laughs) us, you know, that that, that, that answer. So I want to know, that's the two
1: questions. (laughs) I mean, honestly, like, as far as fantasy-wise, I have fulfilled, like, all my fantasies. Like, I like to still do random shit, but, like, I've done a lot of shit, you know? Like, I've accomplished a lot in the sexual world. Like, as far as a fantasy, I can't really think of unless, like, you know... Just going to a bar, having some shit under here, and then like fucking at the bar, right. or something. I like, you know, something crazy like that. But I pretty yeah. much like did all that shit. But group sex right. to me, I think it's a personal thing. But I don't. I think it's overrated. Like I'm a okay. The older I've got, like I like to be one on one. Like you know what I mean. I need all all of the right. Connections. All of it. Yeah, as <laughs> far as I like all... having shit everywhere, I'm like my my ADD is crazy, so I can't do all that shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, ADHD. He <laughs> said my ADHD is crazy, so I can't be. Yo, I can't with Shit you.
1: Everywhere, trying to fucking multitask on the hella dicks, like it's crazy, you know. So,
0: right, it's overrated. <laughs> yo, it's overrated. Yeah, it's just a lot. All right, so what's your? So, all right, let me ask you this, because I know being in that business probably sometimes can be hard, but does it does it affect you mentally? constantly got to be doing the scene, you know, the expectations of who you filming with. You know, what does that do for you from a mental standpoint? Because over the years, I think mental awareness has been a real thing. But I want to know how the industry affects you mentally.
1: Yeah, I mean, mentally, it definitely, you have to be strong. Like, I definitely had to take a step back for a few years because, like, I was really in it. I was really shooting every day, like, Avian Awards, like, everything. And you just have to... You know, like you, it is a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure to stay at the top. It's a lot of pressure to do, be the nastiest. Like, it's just a lot of pressure. It's a lot of competition, just like anything. But um, now it's just like so many porn stars, too. So it's a lot of pressure to stay relevant, to stay on top, you know? Okay. So.
0: And is that why you're retiring?
1: I mean, yes. Like, I just feel like I've really done everything.
0: Move back a little bit. Move back a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah, there you go. There you go.
1: I feel. like, I've just accomplished everything that I wanted to out of the industry. So that's why I'm stepping back. Like, I started my production company. So mm-hmm. when things are up and running, like, you know, I'm really excited about that because I haven't been excited about porn in a long time. So it gives right. me something to do, you know, help new people get in the industry.
0: Okay. So now you have a production company and now you're going to be like, you know, behind the scenes with the camera, the producer, you yeah. know, um, casting and different things like that.
1: Yeah, and I think it's real important to have like women on set this day and time. You know, we don't have enough women that are directors and on set, you know what I mean? So
0: Right, right. Wow. That's dope. That's dope. That's I'm excited.
1: Dope.
0: I mean, listen, we what's the so what's the name of your production company? Um Jada
1: 420 Productions.
0: Oh, so everything is four twenty, okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. I mean like as far as that, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Jada Stevens Productions.
0: Okay. Now, you got a lot of fans. There's a lot of people tuned in right now. And I'm sure a lot of guys DM you. um, I'm sure you filter it. But what I want to know from you is what's your ideal guy and what's your ideal night with a guy without sex? Just just a night. Just you and him. Because a lot of your fans want to know, you know, that I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) And what's your type? Do Do you have a type?
1: I really don't. I like what I like. It's pretty specific. Like, I don't All All my guys have been totally different. You know what I mean? So. Okay. But I don't know. Like, I'm like old school. You know what I mean? Like, I love like if I could just have like the perfect night would be take me out, feed me, bring me back, let me smoke, maybe drink a little bit and fucking, you know, like I like foreplay. I like to give head. It would be start with that and then end with, you know, (laughs) doggy. I'm good. That's my perfect
0: that neckline. <laughs> she said, doggy, and I'm good. Like, yeah.
1: I'm pretty simple, I love it. you know? Old school. I love it. So, Better doggy cow.
0: style. So, hold up. man. As you said doggy style. Is that your favorite position?
1: Yeah, mission and doggy, for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what's up. So, Ari, right, you've been coined the booty queen. and And I really... I knew of you because some rappers might have threw you in a couple, you know, quotes and all that, you know what I'm saying? But when you was coined the booty queen, did you felt like, like, how did you feel about that? Like, cause now every, that's what it's all about. Like, do you feel like people can still be successful if they don't have that?
1: Oh, um, Most definitely. I feel like as like, that became a thing because when i first got in the industry it still wasn't popular you know what i mean it was still big titties and being thin and whatnot you could still be right either way it might help you a little bit
0: okay
1: you know the booty queen is like a title though i passed that shit because i'm not holding on to that the booty queen and titles like best anal best ass all of that you know
0: oh so you you said you can have you can have that. you passing that to somebody else yeah. So it's just more. It's more than just how big your butt is. It's just how yeah. the anal and the whole thing.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Shit, crazy. Like I so, did. You
1: know, I put in work.
0: You put in work. Absolutely. Absolutely. So back to the head, because I feel like <laughs> women they they lack the the ability to give good head. So, and what was?
1: Go ahead. Huh? Go ahead. And
0: yeah, and I think women, a lot of women lack the ability to give good head, and I do think. That part of the reason why men cheat because their soul was not being snatched from them. So <laughs> I want you to tell me how do you entice a man? How do you get a man to bow down to you? Do you feel like the head part is very important it's as much very- as giving it giving it up too? Like what you?
1: I honestly think in some, most cases it's more important. You know what I mean? Like you could really satisfy somebody with that, but it's you just have to have experience. I feel like a lot of girls like lack experience. Like I wasn't. I felt like. Thinking back to like my first boyfriend, he probably looked at that shit and be like, "What the fuck?" Like I didn't get that shit, you know. So it's (laughs) it's like you know you learn what to do. You learn men, you know what I mean. You have to have experience to be good at it. Anybody good at something has been doing it, you know.
0: Right, right. So, but it's
1: very important in my relationships. Mm -hmm.
0: So you you the you the type of girlfriend if you had a man, you the spontaneous head, you the catch you off guard head, you might be eating dinner and you just get on your <laughs> knees and start performing like you You that.
1: <laughs> I'm that yeah. girl.
0: Oh, you that girl. Okay. Wow, that shit crazy. Alright, okay. so <laughs> let, let's break down hip-hop a little bit Um, because I, I want to uh, first I want to ask you what's your top five hip-hop albums of all time but I also want to get into the Atlanta hip-hop culture a little bit so tell me five albums that you can't live without no matter what. That you constantly gotta have in your rotation?
1: Mm, I'm trying to think of what I just what I have now. Like I have little Baby on there.
0: Okay.
1: I have Playboy Cardi. Okay. Have, um, who else is on my shit right now? But not albums of all time. Albums of all time. So Outcast. Yeah, ATL- top five of all time.
0: That, that's yeah, a different so, type of yeah.
1: Yeah, Out, Outcast ATL-ians is one of my favorites. Um Okay. I think I like TI trap music. That's one of my favorites still to this day.
0: Oh um, yeah, absolutely. I love
1: Jeezy too. What is it? The first one. Um the Snowman. Oh, Self Motivation.
0: One oh one. That's his best album. That's yeah, but I like Recession
1: album. too. It's like I used to I love all Jeezy shit. So but Recession and then um Big Boy. I like purple ribbon all, all stars. Yeah
0: okay okay yeah now i didn't get too into that i'm not saying i'm not a big boy fan i'm more andre 3k but i respect big boy but andre 3k is just (laughs) he's just on a different level that's just my opinion
1: for sure i love big boy too
0: though i love do you like him better than andre 3k
1: i do he's my favorite but i like both you know what i mean i love him equal it's still equal
0: so when, a- so let me ask you this, since you represent Georgia, so when ATL came out, you was one of the first ones at the theater.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> was you surprised about it? Did it, did it embody everything about Atlanta or was some shit missing?
1: No, I feel like it was on, like I could still watch that movie to this day. It's one of those movies that I could watch anytime I turn it on. It was a good movie.
0: Okay. Okay. Mm. Now, listen, I I want to, I want to, now, another thing I wanted to ask you, I know you got into some modeling as well. Do you, do you miss that? Like, do you miss t- this taking pictures, you know, being in magazines and different things like that, or that, that, that part of your life is, is over?
1: No. Yeah. It's like, honestly, I'm a super shy person. Like you got to catch me on a day. Like, I don't like taking pictures. I don't like taking selfies. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it became really? a part of my, yes, it became a part of my job. Like, I take like 30 selfies to get one I like. Right. Yeah. Wow. You know, I don't miss modeling on that part, but I do like to get in front of a camera here and there and get pictures, but nothing like, I don't miss that part of it, you know? Like, I'd rather be on the back behind the camera.
0: Okay. So you rather be behind the scenes like a Tyler Perry?
1: Yeah. That would be ultimately the... The goal. mm Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Okay. Wow. Now, listen, does size matter? Um have you have you have you had have you had (laughs) listen, have (laughs) have you had moments where it was okay even though it wasn't (laughs) Yeah, I mean, what you might have thought or with niggas, you thought a nigga was something, but you were shocked that he wasn't. (laughs) Let's talk about that.
1: I mean, that's that's unfortunately happened to me a lot. But, you know, like I said, (laughs) you have. oh, my God. But size is a factor. So when you fuck with a girl with an ass, you already have to have three extra inches on top of it to get through the crack. Like, you know, size is a factor when you fuck a girl with ass. Any girl knows what I'm talking about. You can't leave all the
0: So a girl with a flat ass, they can have the minus 3
1: inches. Yeah, cuz you could get straight in there. Like you got to go through some shit to get
0: there. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you talking about anal and regular.
1: Anything Boom. like that, yeah, it's just easier. You ain't got nothing to get out the way. You can just go straight in.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's wild this shit, yo. Mm mm mm. So they love, they loving you right now. They, 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 they loving you right now. Check them out. They really loving you right now. Mm -hmm. All right. So I want to get on a serious topic. Um,
1: okay.
0: Before we close this interview, I I want your feelings on George Floyd and Mm -hmm. some black people don't really want Mm -hmm. white people per se to be in the mix. They don't want your help. They like, we got this. And then some white people say, well, what about black on black crime? Why you don't get upset about that? Why you don't protest about that? What's your feelings from you being, you know, Irish and Cherokee? What's your feelings from that, from your perspective, from your lens, when it pertains to those issues and those topics?
1: I mean, to be honest, like, I can't stand that that happened. I'm not a person out like any type of violence, any type of race, but I also can't stand like any type of racism. You know what I mean? Whether it be reverse or whatever, you know, but as a white woman, like, right. I'm gonna state like I've stated on Instagram how I felt, but I do mm-hmm. sometimes feel like, you know, sit, you know, I need to sit back because it really is, you know what I mean? It's kinda like a fine line. You really are a gray area. You really don't know what right. you're doing, whatnot. But I've always been for the culture. I've always you know what I mean, like it's not something a lot of people just came out of the woodworks and started fucking posting shit and saying shit, and it's like, you know, I'm yeah. not even to, go to all that because I just right. feel strongly about that. But anyway, yeah. um I mean it's just a difficult thing you know as a, yeah. as and even really say anything that i really can't like you know i don't understand to a certain extent no i don't understand but you know like i've also
0: mm-hmm.
1: in the industry and i do interracial like i built my whole career off interracial and people had something to say about that and i felt like i got treated a certain type of way because of that so mm. <laughs> i do understand a little bit but i'll never understand to the extent you know
0: right so so when you say people turned the eye or they kind of like looked at you funny because you wanted to have sex with a black man yeah what were some of the comments or some of the things that you dealt with and how did you combat that? like what did you do like did you leave those people alone like this is my life i'm gonna do me or were they too close where you just had to have a conversation with them to end that negativity energy
1: I mean, you basically just have to fucking knock it out because I've had hateful shit said to me, things that, you know what I mean? But you build thick skin over the years or whatnot. And like, right. I put everybody wrong. You know what I mean? Like I got in the industry and I did interracial porn. I didn't even know what interracial IR was. I just like, I just did it because I like black guys, you know?
0: Right. Um,
1: but, you know, like my agent yeah. was like, oh, you're going to ruin your career. You know what I mean? And I was like, fuck that. I'm doing what I want. You right. know, I was very rebellious at 18 anyway. So, Mm-hmm. I was all about Atlanta. So you know what I mean? It right. was just crazy anyways. But I just feel like you get treated a different type of way. You know, like it is different when you you know what I mean? Like I've been very successful, I'm not saying that, but it is it's different for me, you know, or anybody that's like myself.
0: Right. So did you fire your agent and what and did you feel do you feel like he was right or he was wrong when he said I that? Feel
1: like he was wrong. Like that was his personal opinion, you know what I mean? Right. And I've had I've had almost every agent that there is. And I feel like they're all the fucking same way. That's why it's like, I my, I can't like stress enough, like do what the fuck you want to do because look like interracial became one of the biggest search topics. You know what I mean? Right. So it became a big thing. So I've always just done what I wanted and did that.
0: Right. Well, they say once you go, they say once you go black, you never go back. But that's what they say. That's the saying. I mean, listen, I'm just keeping it all the way. One thousand, you know. What I
1: mean? Hey, there's, there's um, some truth to that.
0: <laughs> listen, it is what it is. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, even down to when, when you watch movies like Jungle Fever, that breaks down all that and how all that you know happened, and and it's and we're seeing it today. But Mm -hmm. me personally, I have no problem with, I feel like you should love who you want to love. I feel like a lot of people are raised the wrong way when it pertains to that, where you have to pick somebody that's in your race or your, your nationality. I think that's absurd.
1: It's taught for sure. Like you definitely, you know, definitely in the homes and like what you embrace and whatever. And I just feel like my parents are always like open, you know, like never be ugly and like be like that. And that's important, you know?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you this, Jada. What's the most money you declined or turned down from a celebrity because you felt like that wasn't right? And what's the most money you accepted?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would just say I'd accept I accepted fifty thousand dollars. I've declined ten thousand dollars.
0: Ten thousand, you declined it. Yeah. Now, is it because he was ugly, or you just felt like the energy, like I don't, I can't mess with him like that, or he got a family, or X, Y, and Z,
1: all the above, everything. It just like you know what I mean. It's just somebody you leave alone. You learn that with the experience.
0: <laughs> so he want to leave it. He want to leave me alone. List. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! That shit crazy. No. Wow. $50,000. Damn. I mean, all right. Was it for one night or was it for a couple days? Cause that's some serious break. Like
1: I mean, it was to, really, it was for the weekend. So, I mean, really, I think that's a deal for the weekend. Cause you could be a nightly charge, you know?
0: <laughs> you know she said, she said, that's a deal. Like, like we had McDonald's and shit. Like, let me get two Jadas. Let me get two Jadas and a soda. Yeah. <laughs> That shit's wow. Oh my God. So you have a birthday coming up, um, July 4th. You're at Cancer. And I always say cancers are some of the sweetest people in the world.
1: I Do you I agree with that? Yes, we're very sweet people. Don't don't get it fucked up though, but we're definitely right. sweet people.
0: <laughs> Do you feel like you give your heart too much? I feel like cancers are the type of people that give their shirt off their back. No matter what, they always there for you. And you know different things like that.
1: Yeah, most definitely. I think every cancer that I know, and I know a lot of them, are all the same aspect.
0: Okay. So what's your plans for your birthday?
1: Huh? July what's 4th. What's your plan?
0: Yeah, what's oh, your
1: what plan? I- Probably just go to the pool. Like, I'm in L.A., so things are still, like, semi-open and shit. So go to dinner. Okay. Simple right. shit. I am supposed to go to Greece this year, so next year is going to be fun
0: so you want so maybe next year you don't think you're gonna fly this year
1: Mm, i'm not going nowhere this year
0: okay okay
1: Yeah. like i'll go in the states but i'm not trying to like travel travel right 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 right
0: so what does the future hold for Jada? like what what do we what can we expect i guess when everything is fully open the pandemic is all simmered down Besides your production company, we know that. But what, what can we expect from Jada in 2020, late 2020, early 2021? Did you ever think about being a rapper, rapping or anything like
1: that? Uh, no, I um, told you I'm a very shy person. It's just like, I can't. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. I wish I could. I definitely wish I could sing. I wish I could do all that shit. I would do it all. But um, I'm not going to be like, I really, honestly, I'm going to try to start school. Like, I'm gonna try to go back. Like, I had started two years ago, and like, right. I got busy, so I couldn't really stay up or keep yeah. up. Right. I wanna work with animals. Like, I love animals more than people. Oh,
0: yeah, you were an ad- ad- um, animal lover, and also you wanted to be a um, marine biologist. So, you're yeah, thinking like, about that. It, it
1: feel like I still would love that, but you know, baby steps and shit. So, I think right, right. now we have a lot of time. I'm gonna pick up a class or two, but I really foresee, like, just moving away from, like, being in the light you know what i mean like i definitely just want to so you want to
0: be more laid back in the cut you don't want to be in the light yeah you don't want to be on the red carpet with the pictures and paparazzi and all no, like that
1: it's just not me like i just feel like 10 years of always being like out there like that like you just kind of like mm, i don't know i could really move to an island and be cool by now
0: mm-hmm. so do people still come up to you and public and ask for your autograph or want to take a picture do they recognize you like how does that work
1: they d- I mean if some some most recognize but they don't want to say anything. But I always take pictures of fans. They love it.
0: <laughs> she, said, she said they love it. They love <laughs> yeah. It. Oh shit. Yo, Jada, you this has been a dope interview. Um and I really appreciate your time. You know, even though the, the I don't know why it's like blurry. I look, it's this Instagram, so at the end of the day, um no, I can't control. Yeah. I mean I, I, I you. Right, that's the crazy part. And now I'm starting to see you a little bit clearer for some reason, but um, yeah, now all of a sudden, now we about to end the end it, but you getting all clear and shit, crystal clear out this bitch. Well, look guys, this is Do It For Hip Hop Podcast episode 77 featuring Jada Stevens, the legend, the seasoned vet, the stoner. Make sure you go to our website, cop a shirt, cop a lighter, do what you gotta do. You know, whenever I'm in LA, I'm gonna definitely shout you out. Um, I appreciate your time. And I definitely want to, you know, get some of them strings when I come to LA. Um, so, salute to you, Queen. Keep doing your thing. Make sure you check out Dope for Hip Hop Podcast on all streaming platforms Our Heart Radio, Spotify, Google Play, DJ Buddy 215 on SoundCloud. Keep it hip hop. Peace.